Spencer Strider is starting to th show up on a lot of top 10 starting pitchers lists going into the 2023 season. Could we see him win the Cy Young in 2023? What does he need to do to make it happen? We'll discuss that and more on today's episode of Locked On Brave. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Lockdown Braves, part of Lockdown Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Also, check out my website, shortstopball.com. I just posted a new article of Matt Olson and where all those extra hits are going to come from in 2023 and beyond with the shift going away, if you want to go check that out. Make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have for the podcast. If you're new, subscribe to us on YouTube. And if you're watching this video, do me a favor, hit that thumbs up button to help support the show. And thank you so much for all your support and for making Lockdown Braves your first listen of every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about Spencer Strider. We're starting to see him get a lot of attention on preseason list going into the year and it's got me wondering could he win the Cy Young in 2023 and what needs to happen what type of year would it look like for Spencer Strider in 2023 for him to win a Cy Young award we'll also talk about the Braves latest search for a new play-by-play -play announcer on TV and it looks like there's some finalists there one being Tom Hart. We'll talk about him and his resume. Brian Snicker getting extended. Some minor league signings that the Braves had. One exciting name coming back. And a Danny Hechevarria. We'll discuss that later in the episode. But let's start out talking about Spencer Strider. Quadzilla, as they call him. And I was listening to uh, an episode over on Pitching Ninja's channel. A lot of you probably familiar with Pitching Ninja does a great job on social media, Twitter, breaking down some of the best pitchers and the best pitches in all of baseball. And he recently released his top 10 starting pitcher list for 2023, which featured Spencer Strider. Now, Spencer Strider was ranked 10th on that list, but still, that's a pretty impressive get for Spencer Strider and um, note for him after just one season, after a rookie season, to be 10th on this list, which included Sandy Alcantara, Jacob deGrom, Shohei Otani, Corbin Burns, Dylan Cease, Justin Verlander, Shane McClanahan, Carlos Rodon, and Zach Wheeler were the nine players that Pitching Ninja ranked ahead of him. But you get in that list, you get in that discussion, and you're right up there with those Cy Young candidates and i certainly if you've listened to me at any length on this podcast especially during the soft season i'm very high on the ceiling for spencer strider and i think he ultimately comes you know that ace for the braves especially if max freed goes away i still believe max freed is an ace and i think he's an ace on this team but i think spencer strider eventually takes that role from him whether from max freed leaving or i just think he becomes more of that dominant type pitcher. And I think that's what separates him a little bit from Max Freed is just 
the way that Spencer Strider can dominate you. So I'm very high on the future of Spencer Strider. I think others like Pitching Ninja are as well, which is why you're seeing him on this type of list. And Pitching Ninja himself said, you know, he really values the strikeout uh, much more in his list and players who have high velocity like Spencer Strider does. He mentioned Max Freed as an honorable mention on this list. And he also made it a rule not to put two guys from the same team on his top 10. But point being, there's a lot of attention on Spencer Strider and what he could be capable of doing and being among the best of the top 10 and even in all of baseball, which again puts him in that Cy Young discussion. A couple of things he talks about in that podcast video episode is the fact that there's that drive to be great by Spencer Strider. And I know that's an intangible. It's not something that you can quantify with a number, um, an analytic, but this is the thing I, again, I've said on here many times. It's why when I did my top 10 prospects last year for the Braves, which I do by upside when I do my rankings, I put Michael Harris one, I put Spencer Strider two, which is making me look like a genius after what happened this past year. And I promise you I'm not, but it's because of that drive and that passion you see by Spencer Strider. And when I talk about this, I always reference a Fangraphs article that Spencer Strider was in. And I'll try to link that in the description if I can, if you haven't read it. But he just so goes so deep into his thought process for pitching. And you can just tell he has that mentality that he wants to be great and he knows what he needs to do in order to be great. And so that's what really made me put Spencer Strider up another notch in those Braves prospect rankings I did last year. I think a lot of us saw that Michael Harris was going to be the player he has become, but not many people at that time were on the Spencer Strider bandwagon. But I just I could not get that interview out of my head from Spencer Strider and just his thought process and uh, the way that he goes about his work and the drive and determination he has. It really is what has made me so high. It made me the leader of the Spencer Strider bandwagon or certainly one of the guys at the front of the bus. So I'm a big believer in Spencer Strider going forward. I think he's going to be, you know, at the top in the Cy Young discussion for many years to come. And another thing that Pitching Ninja mentioned in that video is the fact that he really didn't even have to use his changeup this past year. And, you know, he mentions it's a changeup that's a good one, but he didn't need it at the major league level. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to throw a changeup. He was good enough with his fastball slider combination. Now he does mention the fact that there's ability for him to regress a little bit. And, you know, it was a phenomenal year, a historic year, especially for a rookie pitcher, became the quickest to reach 200 strikeouts in a season. So you could understand perhaps a little bit of regression in his sophomore campaign as hitters begin to figure him out and he tries to make adjustments. But he also mentions there's the ability for Spencer Strider to possibly be even better. The fact that he only had to rely on that fastball slider this year, and he has a good changeup as well. Now, we mentioned Max Fried earlier, who finished second in the Cy Young voting this past year, so we don't want to forget him. There's also that as well in terms of trying to win a Cy Young, is that those two perhaps could cancel each other out a little bit. Um, 
the biggest question, and I see this coming from Cade Chavers in the chat as well, uh, who says more innings for Strider and it will happen. I think that's one of the biggest things for Spencer Strider is can he get to the innings limit in order to win a Cy Young? If he pitches 160, 170 innings and gives the quality innings that he gave last year, I certainly think he's going to be in the discussion you look at the Corbin Burns example, and they're not similar pitchers in the way that they pitch, but the fact that you know Burns came up 18, 19, mostly out of the bullpen. Then in 2020, he started to throw that cutter. They moved him in the rotation, and that took him to a whole other whole nother level. He had a 2.03 fifth that year, a 13.27 K per nine, but just 59 and two-thirds innings pitch, obviously, in the shortened 2020 season, and then really broke out in 2021 made 28 starts um, at age 26 strider will be 24 this upcoming season a 1.63 fip which is just incredible striders this last year was 1.83 which is just amazing in its own right burns in that 2021 season only pitched 167 innings so that's why i say if strider can get close to that 170 inning mark and put up the numbers that he did last year that's certainly going to put him in the discussion. Burns in that 2021 season also had a 2.43 ERA, a 12.61 K per nine, and 7.5 war in that Cy Young winning season. Strider this last year, 131 and two-thirds innings pitched, 1.83 FIP, as I mentioned, 267 ERA, 13.81 K per nine, and 4.9 war. So again, 30 more innings does he get close of course that also opens up the door for him to regress and those numbers to get worse but you throw in another 30 40 innings you throw in another war you know get him up to close to to six war maybe six war or more uh get that era under two and a half get it more in that two three two four range and you keep that fip under two and you keep it at you know 1.8 something like that i i certainly think he has a good case and a good opportunity to win uh, the Cy Young and be in that discussion if that's the case and if he can do that for this upcoming season. We mentioned the innings. The other thing is going to be, can he continue to get it done with two pitches? You know, last year it was primarily fastball slider. Like I said, didn't really need the changeup, but you look at who his model is and, and Jacob deGrom, the guy that he models his game after. Jacob deGrom, I don't know if many people realize, is primarily a two-pitch pitcher um you know he's been fastball slider since 2016 there's been a couple of years in there where he threw his change up 15 to 16 percent of the time but the last two years and of course these have been years that he's been injured it's primarily fastball slider so can strider get by with that are his pitches that elite is his fastball and slider that elite it was this past year will it continue to be going forward and can he continue to get it done with that Again, like with, with DeGrom, who threw in that changeup 15% of the time, does Strider have to do that in order to get people off that fastball slider? I think he's certainly capable of doing that, and I think he has the ability to mix that changeup in some more. The one thing that would separate Strider and DeGrom, and it's crazy we're talking about separation between Strider and DeGrom, because I think DeGrom may be one of the best pitchers of all time, but what makes DeGrom so special is, the, is his location and command. And I don't think Strider is quite there yet, but you watch DeGrom throw a baseball at 98 miles per hour and locate it wherever he wants to. 
I don't know there's another human being in baseball history that can throw velocity that hard, but at pinpoint accuracy like Jacob deGrom can. And so that's the difference. I don't know if Strider has that type of command, but the fastball with the spin rates and that slider, that tight slider at high velocity certainly, you know, gives you an example of deGrom and, and gives you the hope that he can continue to get it done with two pitches. But again, he has that changeup. That's not a bad pitch. He just hasn't had to use it yet. So all that to say, I think Spencer Strider is on a path to winning a Cy Young. If he you know, just continues to get more innings, uh, build that up, perhaps insert that change up a little bit more. I think the Braves could have their first Cy Young winner since Tom Glavitt in 1998. It may not be this year, but I think in the coming years, I think Spencer Strider is going to have the opportunity to win a Cy Young or two. Now, speaking of things the Braves haven't had in a while, they haven't had a carry in the broadcast booth since 1976, but that could be changing in 2023. We'll talk about one of the leading candidates for that job next. This year, the only app you need at the Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They also they have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download the FanDuel app now so that you can bet Super Bowl 57 with no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Right now, they have the Eagles as a one-and-a-half-point favorite over the Chiefs for the Super Bowl. And looking at the NLC Young odds for the upcoming season, they have Sandy Alcantara as the favorite at plus 500, Corbin Burns at plus 600, Verlander at plus 800, Scherzer at plus 900, and then Strider has the fifth-best odds at plus 1,000. Max Fried and Aaron Nola are next on that list at plus 1,300. So again, the hype for Spencer Strider coming into the season is for real top five in terms of favorites to win the NL Cy Young. So join FanDuel if you want to get in on that action today. You can go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Thank you again for making Locked On Braves your first listen of each and every day. Make sure you go follow Locked On Braves on Twitter at Locked On underscore Braves. Now, Mark Bowman and David O'Brien both mentioned on Twitter Tuesday that Tom Hart is one of about two to three finalists for the opening play-by-play man for the Atlanta Braves. And when those guys tweet something and they mention that name and Mark Bowman's mentioned Tom Hart a couple of times now, you have to really take notice of that. So I got to think in my mind, Tom Hart, if he is a candidate and he wants this job, I got to believe he's one of the finalists, obviously, as they said, but I got to think he is the guy. Not knowing what those other names are, I'm sure there are some other fine candidates in that list, but Tom Hart is the one name that seems to be getting mentioned a lot, and perhaps it's just because they know that's the name being mentioned. But just to get a little background on Tom Hart, because when this name was first mentioned, I wasn't necessarily thrilled about the idea. Nothing against Tom Hart. I, I love Tom Hart, and I think he's great. But I just kind of view him more as a football guy at this point in his career. But he certainly has done plenty of baseball, more than I realized. He grew up in Missouri listening to Jack Buck and Mike Shannon call Cardinals games. So might be somebody else that we lose to the Redbirds one day. 
graduated from Missouri in 1999, and then started out calling minor league games, called games for the Winston-Salem Warthogs and the Tennessee Smokies, done over 1,200 minor league games as a play-by-play man. Moved to TV with CBS Sports Network, calling Mountain West football and basketball games. Moved to Fox Sports Radio, covering college football and basketball. Then from 2012, 2010 to 2012, worked as a play-by-play person for the Big Ten Network, covering football and basketball. But then in 2011, 2014, some of you may remember, he worked as a Braves live host and field reporter. So does have some ties to the Atlanta Braves there. Then he joined the SEC Network in 2014. And over that time, he's been calling you know, college basketball, college baseball, college football games. He's also called MLB games on radio for ESPN Radio. I did not realize that. Um, so certainly great you know, for his experience of the, in the baseball realm. And he now, now calls SEC's football marquee games on Saturday night. So he certainly has come up with the ranks. Again, I love Tom Hart. I think he's great. I just never viewed him as a big MLB type of voice and personality but certainly he has that background covering minor league baseball doing mlb on radio you know i've also more so just kind of viewed him as a college person not that you can't make that jump to the major leagues uh, call a major league games but I, I think it will be you know a good voice and again i love his voice and i love you know when i, I hear him calling games so it would be i think a great choice for the braves if that indeed is the way that they go one thing I'm very happy about, they said that Ben Ingram will remain on doing radio play-by-play where I love hearing him and just, again, that's a, a personal preference for me, a selfish choice for me. I don't want him to go away from radio because I love listening to games on radio. That's where I spend a lot of my time listening to games outside, playing with the kids, driving in the car. I'll turn on the radio a version of the game for sure and love hearing Ben Ingram bring me the game that way. So we'll see what happens. They said it could be another week or so before we find out who's getting that job. But again, all signs seem to be pointing pointing towards Tom Hart. All right, next, I want to get into a little bit of news. We got Brian Snicker getting an extension, the Athletic giving their offseason grades, and then some minor league signings as well, including one Adani Hechevarria, who has returned. We'll discuss all of that here next. Looking for a delicious, delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier, but don't want to compromise, and I've got the thing for you, you got to try a Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. They're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. They're perfect for any New Year's resolution, if you're still on yours at this point. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% real chocolate that is certainly a great place to start and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro peanut butter brownie which is my favorite right now they also got coconut almond i'm not sure how built does it but with these bars they're just like a candy bar while at the same time maintaining amazing macros it's only 130 calories four grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein you get all your protein fix for the day and one built bar you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now, you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. I'm going for that cookies and cream one if that's my choice or if that's my options. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box 
with their hit flavor of brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later if you get that brownie batter for sure. So go to Sam's Club, go to Walmart, get your box of Built Bars today. So I feel terrible I did not hint or announce this news the other day, but Brian Snicker gets extended through the 2025 season. Not much of a surprise. I think at this point it's just how long does Brian Snicker want to manage? I tweeted this out after the news was announced. I believe he's going to be 70 at the end of that 2025 season. I got to think at that point he might be thinking about hanging it up you know, who knows? He said he's going to continue to coach as long as he feels good. And I think he's going to continue to coach as long as he wants to be there. I don't see the Braves really regressing at all. I would, I would personally love to see the Braves get another world series in these next three seasons that contract ends. And, you know, Brian Snicker kind of just goes off into the sunset. Not that I don't love him, but uh, you know, certainly haven't always agreed with his X's and O's on the field, but I think the biggest thing for a manager these these days is how they handle a clubhouse, and I think Brian Snicker does that better than just about anyone. So certainly love him, and I you know want him to be around as long as he wants to be around. But you just kind of get a sense that at the end of that 2025 season, it might be about time for him uh, to call it a career. And what an amazing career it would be. Uh, some minor league signings were announced for the Braves the other day. This is coming from Chris Harris, uh, voice of Mississippi Braves. He says the latest MILB free agent signings, a Danny Hetcheria with an invite to spring training, Daniel Martinez, Nolan Martinez, Brian Moran, a left-handed pitcher who gets an invite to spring training, Zach Mort, John Olzak, Kevin Pilar, who we already talked about, got an invite to spring training, Domingo Robles, uh, Magnera Sierra, an outfielder, gets an invite to spring training. Another outfielder, Forrest Wall, with an invite to spring training. So, talked about it. There's going to be a lot of these minor league signings, you know, in the coming days. I'm sure there'll even be more. There'll probably be some during spring training as well. But the one name that sticks out there, a Danny Hetcheveria. A lot of you may remember he spent a little bit of time with the Braves back in the 2019 2020 season. And 2019 came over from the Mets and in that glorious interview that he had after one of the games uh, where he went off, he uh, thanked God for taking him away from the Mets, essentially, and putting him with the Braves. So that's always a great clip. In that 2019 season, in just 24 games, he hit 329 with a 1039 OPS. Came back in 2020 with the Braves, slash just 254, 302, 305 in 27 games. The last two years he spent in Japan where he was a 600 OPS player. So, look, the bat was never there for Adani Hechevaria through his career, but he's always had a slick glove at shortstop. He turns 34 in April, so who knows? I'm sure he's declined a good bit there defensively, but he'll at least be a great clubhouse presence during spring training, and he can help teach uh, Von Grissom a thing or two in the field. So I love this signing, even if Hetcheveria never sees the major league club in 2023. I think this will be great just for spring training, having him there. The personality was great when he was here with the Braves. And again, as a veteran now, I think he can teach a couple of things to uh, Grissom and be potentially be a backup. If you need him, a guy that you've had before who has big league experience. And like I said, I know the gloves always been there, um, but I love that. Uh, bringing in Hetcheria, nice veteran presence in the infield. Um, 
Georgia Bulldog Will says, this will be a great year for Strider, Marianne Smith. Spencer is just as good as any of the rest on the list. Also, Max is too. I love all the team. Not only you, Jake, I also believe he will. So Marianne Smith on board for Spencer Strider. Um, Joe, Joe Me says, shortstop got hurt late last year. I worry about if he can, or talk about Spencer Strider, sorry. Got hurt late, late last year. I wonder if he can go 150-plus innings. Efficiency is the key for Strider to get a Cy Young. That will allow the innings to go up. Great points as well. We talked about can he get to those innings? How do the Braves play out innings this year for their starters? I mean, these things always seem to work their work it work themselves out over the course of a season. But, I mean, what if, what if Mike Soroka and Ian Anderson come in and they're throwing the ball well? What if Bryce Elder is forcing your hand? What if Jared Schuster shows that he's ready? All good problems to have, but even if Mike Soroka's ready to go, are you going to let him throw 120 innings? This year, when the guy hasn't pitched in nearly three years, Spencer Strider, you know, still a relatively young guy. Are you going to let him throw 175, 200 innings after throwing 132 last year? I mean, I think at max, Spencer Strider gets 175 innings this year. That's if he stays healthy. But efficiency is key there to be able to go a little bit longer into games, you know, regularly going six, seven innings this year, I think will be key for him. And then also, you know, do the Braves try to tamper his workload and perhaps the workload of Mike Soroka as well, hoping Mike Soroka is in the rotation. That'll certainly be something to watch. Georgia Bulldog Will also says, whoever the new play-by-play announcer is, I hope he can be as good as Chip. Uh, Yeah, a lot of people have come in here saying they love Chip Carey. I know there's some that don't agree, um, but Certainly, Chip Carey gave us some great moments over the year. I think Tom Hart can certainly deliver on that. He's done a great job delivering that big moment in SEC football games for sure. So we'll see if Tom Hart's the choice. And then Georgia Bulldog Will finally says, Snit is here to stay until he wants to stop. I, I agree completely. Brian Snicker is the Atlanta Braves manager until he decides that he wants to hang it up. I think he has earned that. I think this Braves team is going to be – Good enough, uh, no matter what he does as a manager, knock on wood. So I think it is his job as long as he wants to be here. A lot of great stuff on today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. As always, thanks for making Lockdown Braves your first listen of each and every day. Now go make your second listen, the Lockdown MLB Prospects podcast, or where host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. And he's going to be joining me as I unveil my top 10 prospect list for the Braves in the coming weeks. So look forward to that coming up very soon. Again, thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at lockdown underscore Braves. You can follow me at shortstop of all. Also make sure that you rate review and subscribe to the lockdown Braves podcast, wherever you get your podcast and we will talk to you next time. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias, D.C. Lundberg, Ryan Finkelstein, Taylor Blake Ward, host of Locked On Yankees, Locked On Mariners, Locked On Mets, Locked On Angels, and you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, 